Welcome to the More Than Just a Type podcast, a place where we explore what it takes to live your best life. I'm your host, Taja Cato, expert in type 1 diabetes and fat loss, entrepreneur, and lover of all things fitness and personal development. Each week, we'll bring you a tangible tool, tip, or insight that'll inspire you and empower you to take action, achieve your goals, and live your best life. Okay, so last night, I was having, I'm not going to lie, I was having a pretty good blood sugar day, and then we decided to order pizza. So me and my boyfriend ordered pizza. It was his idea. He was jonesing for it, but of course, I'm not going to say no to pizza. So we ordered pizza, and of course, I was like, oh, I just have a feeling that this is totally going to ruin my good blood sugar streak. And it did, and I'll tell you exactly what I did. So I did, I have an insulin pump. I have the Tandem T Slim. So I did 60% of my total bolus right off the bat. And then I did the, the other 40% over um, four hours. Yeah, that didn't do it for me. <laughs> um, and for some reason too, you can probably relate to this, but uh, it doesn't matter what I'm eating. Like if I did, if I bolused for pizza one time and I got it right and it was great and I wrote that down, the next time I do it, it's not going to be the same. Like I'm not going to get the same result, which is the frustrating part. And I know that you can probably relate to this as well. So what I did was I started rage bolusing because I hate having high blood sugar. It gives me so much anxiety and it's just the, it's the grossest feeling to me. So I was rage bull saying, finally brought my sugars back down, went to bed. And then of course I had a low in the middle of the night. And it just made me think too, because, okay, I don't know if you have the Dexcom, you can relate to this, but my Dexcom started vibrating. So what happens is like your Dexcom will start vibrating before it tells you that you're low. And then it has this awful <laughs> alarm sound. And so I heard it vibrating and I popped some glucose tablets and I was like, all right, we're good. Like normally one or two glucose tablets. And then that's perfect for me any more than that. And then I usually go up, but it, it wasn't good enough and it kept going off. And then all of a sudden, I think I had just fallen back asleep and it was like, beep, beep, beep. And it started like vibrating and like the alarm was just going off. And I thought that I had a mini heart attack. And then I started just like laughing to myself because I was like, okay, I think there's three like th like pillars that you go through when you have a, a Dexcom alarm go off in the middle of the night. And first it's like you have an immediate heart attack. And then you feel super annoyed because you're like, what the fuck? Like, did anyone else hear that? Like, why does it have to be so loud? And then you just feel gratitude because you're like, this device, even though it can be annoying sometimes, it is the best thing ever. And I definitely don't want my little tangent to scare you off if you have been thinking about getting a Dexcom because they truly are life-changing. So if you do have any questions, feel free to just holler over at me on Instagram and I'm happy to answer them because Dexcom literally has changed my life and it's actually helped me a lot with my anxiety and, and I'm not an affiliate with the brand or anything, but I do really stand behind just the technology and how helpful it can be in just managing your blood sugars. So today we are going to be 
breaking down and talking about ways that you can improve your overall health and blood sugar management. But before we do dive in, I know that you, we recently launched my Fat Loss for Type 1s course and enrollment is now closed. But if you are super bummed because you missed the deadline to enroll, it's okay because we are going to be enrolling again. And um, I'm not sure exactly when um, it it, I'm not even going to say a date because I just don't know for, for sure. But I don't want, even though you missed enrollment, I don't want that to discourage you because there's still some steps that you can do to get started on the right track, even before you um, join Fat Loss for Type 1s next time we do enroll. So or next time we do launch it. So if you are, if you haven't already done so and you are wanting to just kickstart your fat loss on the right track with type 1 diabetes, then you can download my free steps to get started. It's called How to Lose Weight with Type 1 Diabetes and I will link to it in the show notes. But if you go to diabeticfitnessworld.com forward slash lose weight with type one. You can download your free guide there and um, just go through the steps. Let me know if you have any questions, but go through the steps and that'll kind of just get you started on the right track before we do launch the next time around. So today we are going to break down three steps to improving your overall health and blood sugar management. And the very first step is probably not going to be one that you are thinking is probably going to surprise you a little bit. So the very first step, step number one is the mindset. Now hear me out for a second because my, the reason why mindset is number one is just because our thoughts really do impact us on all different levels and how we think really affects how we feel, how we feel affects the choices that we make and the choices that we make really do affect our overall health. And I'm not even talking about those days when like you're at home and you're feeling super stressed out about something, your workload is insane and you just, you're just stress eating or you just mindlessly open up the fridge and grab something to eat without even thinking about it. I'm not even talking about those times. I'm talking about those days when things just seem so crazy, you barely have time to think and you're so busy doing that you just forget to be and you forget to just take a minute to yourself and just connect with yourself and just feel grounded. And when there's so much going on in the world around you, it can be so easy just to get caught up in the rat race. And it's like you feel productive because you're doing all these things. But then on the inside, like your brain feels a little bit like a mess. And when you think about all of those things that affect your mood or just your state of mind throughout the day and everything that you're doing and everything that you do accomplish, those things on a physical level, they start on the inside, on a mental level. And so it's really just important, I think, in order to focus on improvement and focus on your overall health and blood sugar management, it's important just to come from a place of rest instead of stress. And I think in a world that is a little crazy, there's a lot going on and we have so much mental stimulation and just so much happening that even though it's a world that feels so connected, on a certain level, we are a little bit disconnected, especially when it comes to ourselves. So yeah, I really, really do think that your overall thoughts and your mental state and being mindful, all of these things really do impact your overall health. And I think a lot of sicknesses and a lot of um, like mental anxiety, like stress, like anything, I think 
so many things really do start on on a mental level. And when you're feeling stressed and you're, you have anxiety and all of these things, first, what you need to look at is just how you can become more grounded and just take a minute out of your crazy day and just feel more connected and, and aligned with yourself. And to be clear, it's I don't think it's about being more positive. Like if you're having a shitty day, you know, that is normal. We all go through ups and downs and I don't think it's about trying to be anything. I don't think that you need to be more positive. I think that what it really comes down to is just taking a minute to yourself every single day, just taking a second to connect with yourself and to allow space to let go. And that will only create more of what you want to come in and flow, flow through the day. And I think that it's just making that conscious choice. And what it really comes down to is just awareness and making that time. And one of my favorite things to do, and even if you're not like a super spiritual person or you aren't into all that woo-woo stuff, like one of the, my favorite things to do every single day, and this is a great place to start and it really does uplift your day. And I do believe that it has a th this amazing impact on not only your mood, but like your physical, like just everything, every aspect of your health. And I think that all of that really does correlate into your uh, blood sugar management as well. So one of my favorite things to do to get started in just connecting and being a little bit more grounded and just making that happen every single day is first thing in the morning, just before you get out of bed, you're under the covers. It can take like 30 seconds or a minute or maybe even 10 seconds, however much time you have. I think it's one of my favorite things is just laying there, close your eyes and think about all of the things that you're grateful for. Think about um, just whatever, whatever comes to mind first, like picture all of the things that you're grateful for and really feel it through your body. And just doing that to start off your day kind of just makes you feel that much more grounded and that much more excited to start your day and to start your day with purpose and happiness and just feeling more grateful and feel grateful for yourself too. And for all of the hard work that you do and all of those little things and you know, life can be tough. And I think that it is important to just um, take time for yourself out of out of it all, out of all the craziness. So that would be number one. And I guarantee that you will find such an improvement in not only your overall health and your state of mind, but also in your blood sugars, because I think that we all, when it comes to everything as a whole, it all correlates together and we're all so connected. Like it's kind of like a domino effect, you know, like your mental state affects your physical state and how you eat and all of those things. And then how, what you eat affects your blood sugars. And then, you know, being stressed out is going to affect your blood sugar. So all of these things. So just taking a moment to really slow down and take a conscious, make a conscious choice just to get reconnected, realigned and reconnected. And that all starts with you. Like you are in control of that. And if you make time for it, oh, like you are going places. The second step that we're going to unpack to improving your overall health and blood sugar management is exercise. And I know that you knew that one was coming, but what you might not know is that it's not about 
trying to do a certain kind of exercise. And I know I talk about strength training a lot and how strength training can help you improve your overall blood sugar management just because it can make you more insulin sensitive. But here's the thing. Not everyone likes to lift weights. And that's just how it is. And not everyone likes to go jogging for miles on end. Like that's just not everyone's cup of tea. And so the thing, the most important thing that I want you to think about when it comes to exercise is what do you enjoy doing? What is fun for you? Or if you don't really like getting sweaty and you don't really love exercising, what is one thing that you would do. Like just pick that one thing. It could be maybe you like to dance. Maybe you want to go to a dance class. Maybe you just want to go for an extra long walk. Maybe you love hiking. Maybe you don't really like being outdoors and you'd rather just go to a spin class. Or maybe you love lifting weights and that's your thing and you're going to lift weights. There's so many different things and it's not about um, like a right or wrong. It's just about finding the thing that you like and whatever your goals are too, you know, I think when it comes to improving your overall health and blood sugar management, it's not about finding just one thing. It's just making time for the things that you do enjoy doing and then doing them. And I think that a lot of times we can get so discouraged because with all of the things out there in the mainstream media, it there there's always like a right or wrong. And you might look at, you know, you might go on Instagram and see that most people or from what it looks like, a lot of people are in the gym and they're squatting and they're lifting weights and they're doing all these things. And maybe that's what I do. And so this is all that you're seeing. And so you have this notion that in order to be fit and healthy and have a toned lean body, you need to be in the gym lifting weights. And that's just not really the case. And I mean, everyone is going to be different. But if I look at, you know, someone who dances, a professional dancer, they look pretty lean and toned. And that's not, you know, my area of expertise. So I can't help someone with that, but that doesn't mean that you can't look how you want if you do whatever exercise it is that you enjoy. And so I really do believe that when it does come to improving your overall health and your blood sugars, what really matters most is picking something that you enjoy and then staying consistent with it. Because when you are consistent and when you are enjoying it and you make it a part of your routine, that's when you are going to achieve the best results when it comes to anything, really. If it's a goal, like a fitness goal that you're working towards, or if it's your overall health, whatever it is, the consistency is the part that matters most. So don't let the fact that maybe you don't want to lift weights in the gym, don't let that stop you because you can be healthy and you can improve your blood sugars. It's just finding the thing that you like to do and then making it a point to stick to that one thing every single week and fit it into your schedule because you can achieve your health and your blood sugar goals. There's no doubt about it. So the third thing that we are going to talk about is nutrition. And I know that you are also probably expecting this one, but when it comes to improving your overall health and blood sugar management, again, like exercise, there are so many different stigmas out there of things that are right or wrong or things that are healthy and not healthy. 
And it's so it can make things kind of confusing, especially when you are also trying to not just you know, be healthy, but keep your blood sugars as stable as possible. And the other thing too is like, we're all affected so differently. We're affected by different foods differently. We're affected by different kinds of exercise differently. And so there's really no one size fits all approach. So something that works for someone might not work as well for you. Whereas like you might have a completely different experience with something that you eat and it works great for you. So that's good. Keep doing that. But when it does come to your overall uh, health and blood sugar management, when you are looking at your nutrition, there are a few key things that you can kind of pinpoint just to um, use as a guideline when you are choosing foods. And one thing is just knowing that foods that contain a lot more fiber, these kinds of foods are going to be amazing on the blood sugars because they raise blood glucose at a much slower pace and fiber has little to no effect on blood glucose. So if you are really just focusing on filling up and making a conscious choice on different things that you choose to eat, like that is going to be a big improvement in your overall health and blood sugar management. And what I heard something interesting, I don't know if you've heard of Dr. Axe, but he was saying something along the lines of like, you know, it's not food that heals your body. It Your body essentially just heals itself. So it's picking the foods that are going to be good for your body. And then your body with those foods is, it takes care of itself. You know, our bodies are so amazing. So I really think, you know, and it can be expensive to buy all organic and to eat all free range. But I think it's important just to look at how your body is affected by different things and then just making a conscious choice like, hey, maybe you start by just buying some of your veggies organic or you buy free range eggs because you know that they're better or just making like small little things that you know are going to improve your overall health or just making sure that the meat you buy isn't full of hormones. Like there's little things that you can do and then just making sure that when it comes to your blood sugars, like you are filling up on leafy greens and veggies with every meal and really implementing things like looking at the labels and choosing bread that has more fiber than a bread that doesn't, you know, just like little things like that is going to help you out so much. And on that note too, I just wanted to say like there, since there's no one size fits all approach, people, some people might say that eating all raw food and organic is going to help you be healthier and help keep away illnesses and help improve your blood sugars and being plant-based. And yes, I think that there is certain foods that definitely are going to benefit you if you're eating them in their whole natural state. But for me personally, I was having a lot of issues, um, but when I was vegan, so I have I, eating lean meats is really helps just how I feel on the inside. So I think that's super important just to understand how your body feels. And then also looking at your day and how different foods affect you, because in the mornings when I'm more insulin resistant, 
I tend to eat lower carb. And then around my workouts later in the afternoon, I'll eat a few more carbs during that time. And I never limit carbs for my diet, but I do find that when I am minimizing them through certain times of the day and I'm just being more mindful of the types of carbs that are I'm eating, these sorts of little things will help you improve your blood sugars. And it's just really finding how, like what affects you individually as a person and how it kind of fits into your lifestyle. So if you're super active, like what kind, maybe you need a few more carbs um, during that time of the day. And then also not limiting anything from your diet, because I know a lot of the time too, people will say like, oh, I can't eat that. That has way too many carbs or that's just going to like, I shouldn't be eating that. That's bad for me. Whatever it is, I think that it's important to also just not be rigid because when you are able to eat pretty much, you know, make conscious choices and eat pretty healthy all the time and try to eat more organic and free range and eat foods that are going to be better for your blood sugars, like foods that have higher fiber and um, maybe more protein rich foods. When you are making a conscious effort to make pick these things when you are at the grocery store, then if you are eating a cupcake one day or you go for a donut or you treat yourself to something, it's like, sure, maybe that's not going to be super 100% organic or it's not going to, um, it, it might have some preservatives. Like maybe you, you have something, it's not going to kill you. And I think that it's important just to also have a flexible approach and just not be afraid of food because I was afraid of food for a really long time. And I think just being able to be a little bit more flexible while you're also making conscious choices is going to be super beneficial for you in the long run. So here's the deal. When I finally figure out my perfect insulin to carb and fat ratio for eating pizza, I will let you know because one day I'm going to figure it out and then you can use it to use it as a guideline to base your own insulin to carb ratios when you are eating pizza. So if you wanna get super crazy, go ahead and take a screenshot of this episode and tag me on Instagram. You can tag me in your story and just let me know what your ratio is. Like, what do you do to keep your blood sugar stable when you bolus for pizza? And I'm gonna check it out and I'm gonna see, I'm gonna test it out for myself and see how I can make it work. And then as soon as I do, I will let you guys know what works and even what doesn't for me because we're all so different. So it's kind of cool just to know what each other are doing so that we can base our own experiences off of that. And also, if you do love this podcast and you like this episode and it was helpful, do take a second to leave me a review and to subscribe to this podcast because that way you will not miss out on all of our new episodes that are launched every single week.